0: We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome into The Gathering Radio Show on the Para X Radio Network. I'm Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we're here for, what is it, Steph? It is a Twisted
1: Tuesday. That's right. And why is it a Twisted Tuesday?
0: Because it's all twisted up with all kinds of things happening all at once. Like, for example, it's the new moon, which is awesome. It's time to set your intentions for this month. Um, It also happens to be in bulk, which is halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. So, You know, it's the return of the sun. We like that, right? The return of the light. Um, It's the new lunar year, which this year is the year of the tiger. And if that isn't enough, those are all good things. But the one kind of iffy thing is that we're still in Mercury retrograde. But, but positive news about that is it goes away at the end of this week. It becomes direct. So, Woo We got to get through a few more days, and it's going to be awesome. Unless you totally thrive
1: in a Mercury retrograde, right, then you'll right. be sad that it's over.
0: Yes, I mean we did learn that if you were born during a mer- Mercury retrograde, you actually did very well in a Mercury re- in Mercury retrogrades. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: but yep, just depends.
0: For the rest of us, yeah, we're I'm happy to get rid of it. <laughs> How about you?
1: I don't yeah, it hasn't been bad. Like Mercury retrograde is one of those um you know, it depends on I suppose a lot of factors, but this one was pretty uh mellow. So, yeah, it didn't have a lot of twists and turns like sometimes they can. So I'm glad for that,
0: I guess. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, it didn't really up until this last few days like I told you before the show I've been frantically trying to get ready to leave tomorrow. I'm leaving on a jet plane. And of course, I have a million things to do and I still have to work. You know, I have to bring home the bacon. So (laughs) I'm just a little stressed out. And I think mercury retrograde isn't helping matters. But otherwise, you're right. It hasn't been too bad of a one this year. There have been a lot of um, communication problems, I think, like electronics for me, you know, that I've been involved with. Um, That's common. That's a typical retrograde kind of issue. It is. It is. And we've had some issues here on The Gathering. And um, I was on Jerry's show a couple of weeks ago or was it last week? I don't even remember. And we had a few issues there, too. So Skype is having a few issues, whether it's Mercury Retrograde or just plain old Skype. I don't know. But we like to say it's just Mercury Retrograde.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we I was a little nervous for my trip because we started the long weekend Mm -hmm. right at the beginning of Mercury retrograde and it ended up being great it ended up going really well no issues uh so it worked out great so I was go I was glad for that because I was like man but it you know what am I do you know and I thought well if anything if it doesn't work out then we're not supposed to maybe we're not supposed to go stuff gets canceled or whatever but everything went great everybody's healthy we were really careful wearing masks and all that stuff so um anyway it was yeah it was good yep
0: yep so uh, I think we lost Heidi. I <laughs> talk about Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so, yes. So hopefully Heidi will join back up in just a moment. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about this Lunar New Year. It's the year of the tiger. Um, and I was just reading this article because this, of course, tonight is the paranormal smorgasbord. This really isn't uh, paranormal. Well, kind of, sort of. But they're talking about... Uh, making the Lunar New Year, um, which is February 1st every year, the 12th federal holiday, which isn't that kind of a cool bean thing, right? So, because I, I just fell out of the system. I know you no, did. I know you did. So I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't know what happened. I, I, <laughs> Heidi's back. No, no I'm I was back. Just, I was just telling everyone that I was reading this article before we came on about, because t- today's the first day of the Lunar New Year. And... Um, the Washington Post has published this article talking about how the Lunar New Year would become the twelfth ho- uh, federal holiday. So, wouldn't that be a cool thing? I guess the bill cool. is before Congress. Yeah. Well, good. I like that. Yeah. So we'll see if that if that comes to fruition. But wouldn't that be fun? I would love it. Our company well, I think it's your. It's well, right. What? our company this year gave us like all the federal holidays. So we had Martin Luther King off and what we'll, we have, we've always had president's day off and then we get Juneteenth off this year and um, indigenous people's day or Columbus day and veterans day. All of those are new ones for us. So cool beans. I'm excited. More days is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no,
1: that's, that's great. I think it's great that more companies are becoming inclusive with all holidays and celebrations I think Oh that's yeah! Great. oh
0: for sure for sure so. so yeah so the so the lunar new year and I don't remember what I, read. I was just trying to find uh, a few things about the tiger um, new year and I I will look for that but I think it'll be a good year you know it, it sounds it sounds really good um I haven't been able to find that yet but so what have you been up to? Well, let's just move on to that one then.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, went to um, St. Augustine. I told you mm-hmm. about that. And we went kind of as a combo for my birthday. And the. Um, we wanted to do some paranormal, you know, check it out, see if it's a place that we'd want to go back to, bring people, you know. So it was kind of a, mm-hmm. I guess, scouting advent- adventure. And it was cool. It was a, It was a good city. It was actually funny because... I got a couple of texts from family members when we were down there saying, are you okay? There's tornadoes uh, down there, you know, things like that. And we were in this cool little bubble of not (laughs) having bad weather. Um, Mm -hmm. And there were friends of mine that were in Florida as well in different areas. And they were getting hammered with rain and all sorts of crazy weather. And we were just like, okay, it's a little windy here and not exactly, you know, really warm, but it was great. And uh, so, we it was it, timing was perfect, and um, we did get to do a couple of sort of paranormal, you know, things, which mm-hmm. was cool. I mean, we went to the locations, because it doesn't matter if you're doing a, an official investigation or not, you can still tell if there's stuff there, and mm-hmm. I guess it wasn't as active as I was hoping. Considering the amount of history there, and, you know, the, the claims to fame for being some of the oldest structures, now some of their structures first this first that burned down because they were wood they Mm -hmm. burned down quite a you know a long time ago but you know there's a fort there and the city had been uh it changed hands between different countries like five or six times and so it has a lot of history um around you know just some of that um you know just it's just cool history but we were kind of looking for paranormal too you know of course Mm -hmm. and it there just wasn't as much as i was hoping so um, I don't know that I would go back, but it was fun to visit and just to to see everything. Um, we went to the St. Augustine Lighthouse, which is supposed to be haunted. Mm-hmm. I haven't um I didn't really feel much in there, you know, and it's mm-hmm. granted you're you're walking upstairs that are trying to kill you at the same right. time because <laughs> they, it's like so then I guess I could have been a ghost there if I would have had a heart attack and died on my way up. They could have talked to me through a K2 meter or something. But, um, you know, there wasn't a lot going on with that. It was a really cool visit. I'm glad we got to go there and tour the the grounds. And, of course, we had our masks on, which made climbing the, the oh, thing even yeah. tougher. But yeah. it was still cool. We did almost get blown off the top um, once, we got, once we got up there. It was really beautiful. But, yeah, it was very windy. Um, we did one of the things that we did as well. We went to – they have a – there's a lot of just commercialism there and just, you know, as a lot of tourist towns, which is fine. Uh, But we went to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum because Mm -hmm. the building itself was cool. And it was, it was an old summer home for people up north. Um, I don't know if it's Connecticut, somewhere up there, Vermont, maybe. Anyway, it was a huge, huge (laughs) structure. And I thought this is someone's summer home. Okay. Uh, So we had to go there, of course, but we took the The night in, you know, paranormal tour instead of just going there during the day, because I think I would it would have been fine if we had kids or something with us, our group, you know, it was Tim and Cindy and I. And I think we would have done better if we had like kids with us because it would have been more interesting that way. But we went at night where they don't turn a single light on in the place. So then it makes the stuff that's in there kind of creepy because they have these weird statues, which I'm not a fan Anybody knows me, you know, I'm not a fan of statues, mm-hmm. especially human looking statues. And if they're our size or bigger, I'm just really not a fan. Give me ghosts any day. I'm fine with that. But the human sized statues, I don't like them. And um, so doing that in the dark was kind of creepy. I thought that was kind of cool. And there was some stuff going on there, but nothing that we caught on camera or film or anything like that. Um, but there was only, you know, about 10 of us in there. I think it was like 10 or 12. So that was nice to have a smaller group that, you know, we all spread out. So we had our masks on and we were able to spread out. And it was, that was cool. Um, We had a few personal experiences, but nothing, nothing crazy.
0: Um,
1: Where else did, I'm trying to think of where else we went. A couple other places um, just to check out Paranormal, you know, it was really great sightseeing but again nothing that I would be like oh my gosh I have to bring a group back here we've got to tour this we've got to do that so anyway yeah but that's that was cool and doing it during um COVID and Mercury retrograde it still went well and we didn't get sick because we were really careful and masked and I basically wrapped my head in saran wrap on the plane um, (laughs) because I was like I'm not (laughs) I'm not getting sick I will not do this. So anyway, yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, I gotta say, so this weekend we, we girls were out squatching, um, in this new area and it was, um, it was Josie and Katie and I, and a a crazy thing happened and only I saw it, which is amazing that Josie didn't see it as well, but she probably wasn't looking in the same spot I was looking at, but, was a lot a lot a lot of energy there as we found many times especially under some arches you know this was a place we'd never been before I'm pretty remote um and suddenly there was this bright beautiful blue light over in the trees you know kind of really close to this area that I had just been in you know um there were arches there lots of energy not really sure what it was i and then you know shortly after that we heard some wood knocks and so you know we always say we think that bigfoot um is multi-dimensional and i just wonder mm-hmm. if that was you know maybe bigfoot popping in a little bit you know say hello well you know? that sounds like what we
1: saw when we were out there right overnight right you know is we saw those blue glowing orbs they created their own yeah, light
0: I know what it was, but it, it wasn't was in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And this, like when we saw him, it wasn't like someone walking through the woods with a flashlight,
0: you right. know, it was
1: nope. coming. Nope. I mean, it was a blue orb and then it would disappear.
0: Right. And this one and was it would pretty rock, big. Go, yeah.
1: yeah. That sounds exactly really like big. what we saw.
0: I would say it was like maybe as big as my head, you know, cause I saw it and it wasn't there for very long. Right. Cause I just kind of st- stood there and, and looked and Katie was like, what are you looking at? And I said, Oh, well, it's gone now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but so it wasn't there for very long, but you know, I've seen little people and I know what they look like. Um, and this was just, and it was off the ground and it was in the trees, very close to some arches with which I know had some pretty cool energy going on in there. Um, it was in an area where There was one area that I, boy, I bulldozed through all that snow to get there because I just had to. Something told me I needed to get there. And it was a really cool area. There were a lot of arches there, a lot of, it reminded me of a jungle gym, you know,
1: a Mm. natural
0: jungle gym. And Mm -hmm. what's interesting is when I trudged back to where the girls were, because they didn't go, you know, whatever, they're not as crazy as I am. And they said, Steph, did you hear that? And I said, what? And they said, well, when you were back there, the minute you got back there, we heard this really intense, loud wood knock. I'm like, really? And they said, yep. And then there was a couple more. And then as we stood there, there there was another one or two. And, you know, we started walking again. And what was interesting is about 10 minutes later, I said, you know, funny, we haven't heard any more of those knocks. And all of a sudden was another one in like a totally different direction. So something was watching us. I'm not saying it's Bigfoot but something was watching us. I know there were no people there so I'm not sure what else would knock on a tree. You know what I mean? And we hadn't knocked at all. In fact, Mm -hmm. I didn't even have a wood knocker. I don't really do that anymore. Once in a blue moon, maybe we'll do that but I just don't think that is what will get a Bigfoot sighting for you. You know, it's Mm just, I just don't do that anymore. So Whatever it was, I said, well, either if it was Bigfoot or whatever, maybe that little play area, jungle gym-ish area was their playground. And they were like, oh, my God, who is that in my playground? And either they were excited or they were like, what is she doing there? This Mm is ours, you know? (laughs) And then as we went back, because then, you know, shortly thereafter, we had walked, a really long way. And I know Josie said, I think we need to kind of turn back now because otherwise we're going to be too tired and we're not going to get back. (laughs) And so we had turned back and not far from there, there was this other interesting bunch of trees that were kind of crisscrossed and combined and woven with a big X. Um, And Josie and I went back there and Josie said, okay, Steffi, if that was the playground over there, I feel like this is the lodge where they all come and sit, because there were big timbers on the ground for, like, you to sit on and, and chat and have a conversation, you know? And I'm like, no kidding. But they were just, here's the interesting thing, is they were all kind of connected, you know, in this in this portion of this this location that we were in. And there were, you know, we found, you know, there were tree bows, there were, tribos, there were marks the spots. I really didn't see any structures that we normally see when we're out looking, you know, the teepee kind of structures. But mm-hmm. there was a lot of other kind of structures and there was a lot of energy there and it was different energy. It wasn't bad energy. It was good energy, but it wasn't paranormal energy either. You know what I mean? So interesting. I don't know what to think about it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to go back. We'll go back when we can get out more, you know, and there's not so much snow and it's not hard to wait in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get back out there either in the spring or in the fall, you know, not in the summer when there's bugs because it'll be crazy swarming. Uh, no. I see you wrote that on the. Oh, uh, <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, um, I love winter squatching. You know, I really do. It's, you have to dress warm. You have to have the hand warmers. You have to have, you know, the warm jackets and many layers and boots and stuff, but, There's no bugs. There's no foliage. You can see everything for miles around. And it's fantastic. It really is.
1: Yeah. When I was in Squatchers with you guys, I was like, I am not going out in the summer. You get me any other time of the year, I'll go all in. But I Mm -hmm. cannot do the summer because of the bugs. And no, I'm not doing it. But it is so much nicer to go in the wintertime, I think. It is. And we're geared for it here. It's not like yeah. we're not used to winter. I mean, and it gives us something else to do in the winter besides sit, you know, sit around oh, and wait for spring.
0: So absolutely. And it's yeah. fun to see all the animal prints. Now we didn't see I know somebody mentioned that squatch prints. No, we didn't find any squatch prints on this trip. We saw lots of animal prints up there. In fact I thought of you, Heidi, because we saw big cat prints. Um I don't think they were big enough to be cougar prints, but they were definitely either like bobcat prints or lynx, I'm we're not really sure which one, but lots and lots of prints. And you know, sometimes the deer prints in the snow can resemble bigfoot prints from afar, right? Because they're when they when they jump through the snow, they both of their feet land kind of right next to each other. So if you're looking at it and you don't see what it is, unless you go down to look at it, you know what I mean. It kind of looks like a big footprint because they're in a straight line like Bigfoot, you know, and we had we saw this one trail and I'm like, oh, look, this is cool. And then we went and looked and it was deer tracks, you know, they had jumped because you could tell where it started and they had jumped and, you know, whatever. So we debunked that one, which is what we're out there to do. But um, yeah, tons of animals. So it's a really good spot for squatching because it's all the things That we like to look for. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, Dog Man. Yeah, we look for them too. We look for all of them. (laughs) Sasquatch just happens to be the most popular of the bunch. (laughs) So, but anyway. So, yeah, that happened. And then we were looking for the medallion. Which was found in a park that's, you know, a block down from me on Silver Lake. And I just... I just couldn't search there just because I couldn't disturb my beautiful park. But I did. I, it was funny because when I was there on Sunday, Casey and I were there and we did look. I just didn't dig. I didn't take out my ho- my garden tools, you know. And um, I talked to some people and I said they were looking in the woods and I was trying to steer people away from the woods because that's where the owls are. And I said, you know, in the clues it says step out of the dark and into the light. That medallion is not going to be in the woods. It's going to be like over there, like in that big field where they park cars for overflow parking. And guess where it was? Right there, right in the middle. So shoulda looked, shoulda, woulda, coulda, didn't. Darn it anyway, just down the street. (laughs) But there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people there every day. It was just amazing. Um, So yeah, craziness, but so that was that was my weekend. So yeah, I was a little bit busy and tomorrow we fly to the island, so it's I can't wait. I'm hoping J Pod's around. They've been kinda hanging out. There's three mamas that are pregnant, so waiting for those babies, you know? Great. And we want to see the babies that we know about, you know. I'm hoping we see Tahlequah and um, Eclipse and their babies and it would I guess there was a there was a there was a whole um super pod last week and of course when i heard that i'm like were the babies born well one of the babies born because usually when one of those babies is born they just know and they all come together all three pods you know to celebrate the birth of the baby but no new babies yet so i hope i hope i hope i hope that that uh, we see them this weekend so well that's like everything they'll come world. when they're they'll come when they're good and ready right That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And I certainly hope I don't bring the snow to the island because the forecast tomorrow is snow. So (laughs) that's just not good. And it's not supposed to snow out there. You know, it has been low this year. So anyway, so that's what's shaking. And tonight is the paranormal smartest board. So everybody in the chat room, what you got to say? What you got on your mind?
1: Yeah, we definitely want to know your topics. I think uh, mm-hmm. movie in the chat room had said Dog Man uh, when I had asked earlier, and so um, yeah, we can definitely talk about Dog Man. We actually looked for Dog Man when we were down in Kentucky. Yes, and,
0: we and the did. Goat Man,
1: and the Goat Man. But there yep. was um, someone that we were talking to in that restaurant that told us, and it was it sounded more like Dog Man than Goat Man when right? we were
0: eating at the Pancake House. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember I that? that too. But it was really close to there, and he was really freaked out. Remember with what he, he was saw. really
1: freaked out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't near. Because we were we were kind of in the area of that uh, Poplic Trestle, but mm-hmm. a, like ten or fifteen minutes away, you know. And that kid was really spooked. He was really yep. spooked when he was telling us about what he saw, and it was by the railroad tracks. And if I remember right, Heidi, didn't he say? It kind of came across the road at him or something yeah, with glowing red eyes. Yes, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. it was yeah. It was um, yeah. It was wild. It was yeah it was very fun to listen to his story. You know, and that is really close. It well, like I said, about ten minutes away from um from the public trestle where the goat man is, and we definitely know there's something at the public trestle. I'm not sure what it is. Something paranormal. We didn't see a goat man, you know. I had, like I said years ago, we had that manifest in that photo that we did, um, and that was when I was under the spell, and I felt like I needed darn well to get up on that bridge. But, um, but we had, we did, end a bit like a paranormal investigation, when we were there, Heidi, and we did get some really good EVPs, you know. different yes, EVPs. we did. So, yeah, I don't know. Kind of, it's kind of weird. I would love to go back someday. I'll I'll get back there, and you know, gonna go back to that trestle and maybe spend half the night there or something and see what we can find. But there is definitely something there. And like this guy at the at the waffle house not far from there told us about told us about this dog man creature that he had seen yep. really close to there. And now everyone is talking about the wonderful. Waffle House, which, oh, my God, they have the best grits. Mm-mm-mm, can I just say? Okay.
1: So there's a comment in the chat room about a connection between burial mounds and Dogman. Have you heard that?
0: that? I see that.
1: I have not heard that. I'm curious.
0: I have not heard that either. And, you know, burial mounds are very sacred and should never be messed with, you know. Um But Dogman, I have not heard that. Do tell, Trost. What else else have you heard about that? Trost,
1: give us some more information.
0: Yeah, we want to hear. Could Dogman be a mound protector? Mm -hmm. That's what I was just thinking, but I don't, I mean, yeah, maybe. And, you know, we've
1: seen, we've had sightings and stories about Dogman up in in northern Minnesota, too. Yep,
0: yep, we have. We have. And people have been really freaked out about the Dogman thing. You know, I mean... I talked to one guy from from the reservation up there who had, he was the same one actually who saw that creature in the tree that was about the size of an owl but had a human face. Remember that creepy story? Mm -hmm. Gives me chills every time I think about that. (laughs) But you know what?
1: I always think of those big... Those big um I know. Was it eagles? Yes. Is it the eagles that have those yes. weird faces that almost it's look human?
0: The, from so American I think there, it's
1: possible. There could be some weird little species of something that runs around and could be in a you know, it could be the lighting yep. too and you know, yep. you see it from a little bit of a distance and you matrix it and boy that could but, look human.
0: But the interesting thing is they went back the next day and there was no sign, that somebody shot it, right? Somebody he was with shot it and they were yeah, scared someone, and they ran and then they went there eaten the next it. day. No, well, they went there the next Dang. day and there wasn't even a feather there. It was like it never happened, you know, so like some supernatural kind of thing is what he implied, you know, but he had also seen the Dogman and it was on a highway up there. I know exactly what highway it is because squashers have been up there close to there looking for Bigfoot and dog Man, and he was driving because of his suggestion, actually, and he was driving in his car and all of a sudden he looked out his window and there was this creature running alongside the car that had a dogman face, was up on two legs and was keeping up with the car and he was scared to death. Mm, yeah. So I don't know. Um you interesting. Know, it's like I think of
1: dogman and then you think of goat man and you think, okay, so you have all these headed creatures. And you think about the myth of Wolfman, right? You know, I, it could, could it all be the same? And it just looks a little, you know, kind of like Bigfoot where you go to different regions or different continents and you have variations of but otherwise it boils yeah. down to kind of the same thing, you know? Yeah. So you wonder, is Dogman, Wolfman, Goatman is it all the same? Yeah,
0: well because they kind of all look the same.
1: Yeah. Well, in dogs and wolves, not a stretch, right? Yeah. I mean, not a stretch. So then you throw goat, because seriously, if something human like with a head that had either a goat or a wolf, I mm-hmm. wouldn't care either way. I'd be like, what? Run. <laughs> you know? <laughs> run. <and laughs> I don't know. Well, it depends on if it was coming after me or whatever, but, right. it, you know, probably run. But, you know, you see something with a head that doesn't look human. I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference between a goat or a wolf or a dog or anything. It's just hairy, pointy-snouted something that shouldn't be on that body. I mean, it'd probably all look the same to me. If I saw three of them in different places in the woods, I'd probably think it was the same thing, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, different ones, but the same kind of thing. So, because that's... They're just so close, you know? Yep.
0: Yep. And from what I understand they when they walk when they run or walk or whatever they make no sound like chris at from humberd wisconsin had seen one years ago about 10 years ago or something she was living in uh somewhere near black river falls and she and her boyfriend were out one fall evening outside and all of a sudden this creature comes by and that's very it's very close to the Bray road monster right that Mm -hmm. um, linda godfrey writes about so that's They're a little ways away, but, you know, kind of the same area of Wisconsin. And um, she said, oh, my God, Steph. And she described this creature to the T. She remembered the muscles rippling under the legs. and, And she said that she was scared to death. And this creature looked at them but kept running, you know. And she said the interesting thing was it was fall. There were many leaves on the ground. And they heard nothing. It was, like, silent as it ran. And there were several other... Um, sightings of the same thing within like a 10 mile stretch that same night. So is not that interesting, you know, but yeah, she'll never forget it. I mean, she could describe this creature down to the, we should have her on the show, actually. She was, she was amazing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What she said. Yeah. Um, Well, anything moving through the woods that has any kind of practice or, you know, life depends on it like deer you know Cindy and I were out walking and we were yeah. down by the uh, Mississippi and we saw this herd of deer or is it a herd I'm I'm I don't know heard sure herd herd and yeah. uh there was oh probably over 20 of them by the time mm-hmm. they all started to run and at first they were kind of close you could not hear a sound they were so quiet but they have to be, right, because they have to be able to, you know, run and get away and be very quiet. And so anything I think that's used to being in the woods knows how to get around without right. making a lot of racket. Like we're bumbling around and making all sorts of noise and we're talking and blah, blah, yeah. you know, whatever. And then we're laughing about it, too, because we're like, wow, we're totally making a lot of noise, not even thinking about it. But everything else was so quiet, you know, but they have to be because they're prey to something yes. out yes. there.
0: Yes, So absolutely, absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, it, interesting stuff for sure. And what are they? We don't know. But now this sighting was actually close to Black River Falls, right? It was kind of like a s- suburb maybe of Black River Falls or maybe just another She's town that that's really away. close. So it was not really rural where she was, you know, and this thing just went by. And some other people in this area that she lived in had also seen it too along with these others along the 10 mile stretch so yeah cool beans but someday you know um so i think we act- need to break we actively look for him too what yeah
1: we need to take a break
0: oh my goodness we are late well everyone this is the gathering radio show on the parax radio network
1: Ladies Chong and Victoria from Exploring the Paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on ParaX. Tune in Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed.
0: with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together we are the calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time only on paraxradionetwork.com. work, or anywhere. Thanks for making ParaX part of your day.
1: Your source for everything paranormal. para Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network, and it's our paranormal smorgasbord, and we've already been talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, currently we're talking about goat man, dog man, wolf man, mounds, mm-hmm. being quiet in the woods, not being quiet in the woods, all sorts of
0: I'll be I'm all never, over the place here. I'm really never quiet in the woods. <laughs> I don't think it's possible for you to be quiet. I don't think it is either. But you know what? Here's my <laughs> other thing. My other thing is that, you know, I think if you're looking for Sasquatch or, well, that's right. You don't want to be prey if you're an animal. That's why you're quiet. Not that we want to be prey. But I think the louder we are, then the more attention we'll garner from something we're looking for, you know? That's my thought now, some researchers say absolutely not you have to be selfie, just like them, yeah. well, it just depends on where
1: you're coming from and what's yeah. worked for you or what hasn't, and you know okay. I get it some there's some folks that are like, "You need to be quiet, blend in whatever, and then there's folks that are like, "Hey, just be you
0: yes, yes, that's what I think, you know um, and you know yeah. that's how we've always said for our group is that you know we're girls we're going to go out there we're going to giggle we're going to be crazy and you know someone someone at one of our Squatch chats once said well your laugh is absolutely contagious so if you laugh out there I can't imagine they're not going to swarm towards you <laughs> <laughs> so you know um, interesting but who knows you know but yeah I'm not very quiet that's for sure <laughs> no I can't yeah. Do on breakfast in the Reds, but
1: yeah. yeah. Between that and falling over, that's like your jam. It is. It is. <laughs> it's
0: not, if if something if I don't fall in or fall through the ice or something, it's just not a good day, right? I mean, it's probably a great day. I
1: think it would be a great day to not fall into something or tip over in the snow or whatever.
0: So. Yeah, Lane, not, one of the researchers down in. Um, He's in Georgia. He, he was so funny because he says, I, I watch you, Steph. You have to be careful on that ice. I, I saw you the last time you fell through, and I'm always watching. You need to be more careful. And I'm like, "Huh? okay, well, you know, we'll try. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm known for, what can I say? So Kat is saying, what if a group of squatches are hunting deer and you're noisy? scares them scares off their meal well that's even greater then, right because they're going to come and be all mad at us right oh yeah good idea then they're mm-hmm. going to come after you
1: maybe mm-hmm. instead like hopefully you wrecked our dinner so we'll wreck you hopefully no. i can
0: run fast right <laughs> you're <laughs> I, not I fast. very fast anymore you are not <laughs>
1: fast That's one thing I know about being in the woods with you. (laughs) You are going to get caught (laughs) because I can run faster than you.
0: (laughs) Because of my knees, you know, I just can't do it anymore. Whatever
1: the reason, that's -hmm. that's what I know.
0: (laughs) My poor old arthritic knees. Um, You you don't have to be fast. You just have to be not the slowest. That's right. Well, there are others slower than me on the team, so I think I'm okay. (laughs) But... Dave is all, Dave is saying those who live in the woods don't need to hear you to know you're there, which is true. It's mm-hmm. true. But I also but, think sometimes if you're talking and having a good time and laughing and singing, you know, you attract them because they're like, what are the what's going on over there? You know, this looks like fun. We want to get closer and have a little look, you know. So because I don't think there's ever been a time when we've been out in the woods that we haven't had an amazing time, you know, never. Never. There's never a bad day in the woods. So, and we're out there all the time. I mean, I think that was the second time we've been out in January. So, we're we're rolling. The girls and I are rolling. Um, <laughs> we can be there entertainment. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I sure am. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure that
1: we are. I don't know if entertainment's the right word. Maybe annoyance could be. More, a better word. If we're not entertaining, we might be their annoyance. We're annoying. It's possible. I'm guessing. Yep. Anyway. Yep. What else? What else? I'm looking back through the chat room about no, topics.
0: Trying to see. Not many people. You know, that was a good one. You know, they like that dogman man stuff. mm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. dogman is watches. good. I would... I would
0: like to see another one.
1: Uh, well, another one. Like, I th- I think I saw one when I was up north. I saw little people when I was up north. And then I thought I saw a dog man, but it was dark and it was, it was just dark. And we were in the woods. It was up in a really crazy part of Minnesota that just, the energy was just wild. Mm-hmm. I would like to see something a little bit more substantial to know if mm-hmm. that's really what it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I'm kind of seemed like it when I did at the time. But anyway.
0: Well, you know, I think they're frightening. And we've had, you know, one of our gals left the group this year because she was just a little afraid of all the other cryptids in the woods besides Sasquatch, you know. So. Oh, really? Yes. So it's okay. It's okay. You know, you can't be out there if you're afraid because other animals will sense that. And that's not a good thing, you know?
1: Well, and it's just, I mean, why do something that really isn't right for you? That's like anything. We tell that to, when we do paranormal investigating, Mm -hmm. it's like, hey, Mm -hmm. you might think it's a good idea until you do it. Right. Once you do it, you think, wow, this really is not for me. And then don't do it. It's not like, nobody's forcing someone to do it. So go do something that you would enjoy, or even if it's kind of scary, but you enjoy doing it, then do that instead. You know, there's no reason to do this if it's not totally up your alley.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And Trost is saying that dogmen, when people see dogmen and those kind of cryptids, they see them for longer stretches, like they're in the picture longer than, say, Squatch. And that's, I have heard that, too. Not just fleeting glimpses. Mm -hmm. Like he dares people. Yeah well and like running alongside a car and looking in the window at him you know i mean that's kind of a wild thing right um yeah i this is turning into a cryptid talk this is fun (laughs) but yeah so yeah lots of crazy lots of crazy things out there honestly you know Uh, lots of stuff in the woods um dark and evil woods. You know, I don't think any woods are dark and evil. Well, um, I'm
1: I'm referencing a comment from yeah. Mufi that said yeah. uh, they loved walking through the woods except in Germany. This was in Germany. Mm-hmm. There was one that was dark and evil, that mm-hmm. felt dark and evil. And so I was like, wow, I was just commenting on that because I thought, oh.
0: And don't um, you wonder if something has happened there that makes them that way? Like in that particular spot in Faribault that we've investigated many times, the 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 woods are different. They are different there. I I don't know that they're dark and evil, but they're definitely have a... When you go in there, you have a very foreboding sense, and it's sadness. The sadness is just overwhelming there, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, human-made darkness, absolutely. I don't think it's a natural darkness. I think it's made by something that humans have done, you know, whether they manifested dark energy there, or they mistreated people, like is what happened down in Faribault, and all of that bad energy is still there. And of course, all the people they mistreated, you know, their their spirits are and what they went through is still imprinted on the land, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Kat's saying maybe whatever elementals live there aren't Bond of humans. Well, hmm?
1: no? they could be trying to scare humans away, and I think we're still in the chat room talking about the woods in Germany that Murphy right. had gone to. But I, you know, the elemental thing is interesting too, because maybe they want it to feel like that to humans, so humans stay out because yeah. we have a history of wrecking things, yes, severely wrecking Absolutely. things. So um, I could imagine that there would be a lot of protectors in various forms, dogmen maybe included, you know, or Sasquatch or whatever Mm -hmm. that would want to keep us out because we just can't seem to leave things the the way we found them. So, yeah. I mean, not everybody, of course, but there's a lot of folks that just have to wreck things. So, or, you know, bulldoze it and put, you know, up parking condos or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) it's, you know, I can see where there would be energies that would try and keep us out, and they're maybe not really evil, but they would like us to, cre- you know, to feel that they create that energy so that we stay out if possible.
0: Or, you know, maybe there's some other kind of energy there. Like, you know, do you remember when we were talking to um, our astrologer uh, Triana, and I was talking to her about um, the mausoleum up there, and she, it's her idea that there's lots of um magnetic energy there I think I'm gonna have to bring my dowsing I'm gonna have to pack my dowsing rods and my
1: bring your compass
0: compass yes and see if she's right because Mm -hmm. we are gonna go back there this time so because that's pretty dark I mean it's supposed to be a peaceful place but it seems kind of weird and creepy Mm -hmm. and dark all at the same time yeah you know and could it be just because the family McMillan's remains are in those chairs, maybe, and we all know this. I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's kind of, I don't like to be there very long. You know, that's for sure. Well,
1: and that you could do during the day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You don't have oh, to absolutely. do it at night just to see absolutely. if there's any kind of magnetic pull.
0: Yes. Yes. So, that's what I am going to do. I know exactly where my compass is, not so much where my dowsing rods are. So, I will take that with us.
1: Well, a, a compass would be probably more effective,
0: yep. easier. That's what I think, you know, and it's small, right? Small little thing. I can just stick it Mm -hmm. right in my suitcase. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Kat in the chat room asked, do elementals seem not mean or bad, but just sort of ooze dangerousness? (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't, I've had lots of experience with elementals, like tons. And they run the spectrum, from really, really good to really, really bad, just depends, and that's within each type of elemental too. I mm-hmm. mean, I can, I mean, we're not talking like all fairies are good, and you know, something else would be really bad in the just the spectrum of fairies. There's really, really good to really, really bad, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I've I've seen all the different, not all the different kinds of elementals. I'm not saying that, but the ones that I've had experience with. They've been all across the board, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting because you don't think if you believe in them at all anyway, mm-hmm. which not everybody does. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you did mm-hmm. believe in them or you think, you know, even through just fairy tales and myths or whatever, you would probably believe the, the storybook version of, you know, fairies are good and, you know, trolls are bad and, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's exactly the case just based on my oh. own experience.
0: They're fairy tales, right? You know, people made them up. But, um, you know, Charles is saying something about intense energy could be hard to interpret, too, which is true. You know, I I think if there's intense energy somewhere, some people might that, construe that as bad something. You know what I mean? Because they mm-hmm. don't understand what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and that, when we do paranormal investigations, too... You know, it goes with the same thing. You know, if people have activity, Mm -hmm. just because it's spiritual, they might be scared and think it's bad. And that's not necessarily the case. It's just because you can't see it and maybe something's happening that you don't understand. It doesn't mean it's bad. Now, if something bad is happening, that's different. But sometimes just that spiritual presence can really freak Mm -hmm. people out and they just connect that with bad automatically because they're scared. But really, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just scary. Different. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Um, Kat's saying something about, she sensed something once that was like a huge, powerful something um, that stepped in on her behalf, perhaps. And she says elemental, for lack of better term, for whatever it was.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, and... Back to cryptids, um, Charles is saying Lynn, Lynn, Linda Godfrey wondered if maybe there's a vibratory energy to Sasquatch and Dogman that leads to the blobbing, blobbing effect on game cans. Well, you know, we've heard time and time again from people who have actually been in the presence of, of Sasquatch for sure that they have some kind of vibration, vibratory energy that they kind of zap people with, and that's how they get away, and that's how they just... Because people say all the time they're paralyzed, right? If they're out in the woods and there's a Sasquatch there, they feel paralyzed, and then the Sasquatch is gone. You know, it's kind of a getaway mechanism almost, you know? Well,
1: but what if the vibratory energy or that that vibrational shift is how they move from one realm to the next?
0: Dimensions. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: And so exactly. they're not actually zapping you. It's what they do to, That's true. to shift.
0: That's true. And because it's so powerful and so vibrating, it just kind of, you know, for us, you would just be kind of paralyzed, right?
1: Well, who knows what it would do to you. But I can see where it probably if it could freeze us or make us feel, you know, stunned for a, a mm-hmm. few seconds or whatever, it would definitely have an impact on any kind of cameras as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. You know, so and we, hear, and we hear this all the time, right? We hear it a lot. So absolutely something happens. Um Yeah, interesting stuff, right?
1: Mhm. Yeah, no, it's it's cool to think about. It. I would love to witness something like that, even if I could just not have a video of it, mm-hmm. but witness something shifting
0: dimensions,
1: mm-hmm. that would be so cool.
0: Me too. That's what I wonder about that blue light that I saw in the trees this time because it was bigger than it it was bigger than a orb like I said it was about the size of my head or someone's head but it was just brilliant it was so bright it was so bright and so brilliant and it was so fast you know it was just like boom done Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know crazy cool yeah it is cool it is cool
1: and maybe it was a Sasquatch coming in and seeing you guys there and going, nope, yep. and <laughs> I'm going to pick a different landing then, spot.
0: Right. And then maybe he manifest, manifested a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And then when I went into his, you know, playground there, he didn't like that. And that's when the wood knock happened. Like, he's warning everybody up. You know, we found the coolest X structure when we were up there, Heidi. It was a giant X and it was really big. And on one of the ends of the of the trees that it was made with, it looked, it well, Originally, was branches, but it looked like a trident. It almost looked like when we saw it, I'm like, oh, my God, it looks like Poseidon was here and put his trident in this X figure. You know, That's it's just cool. the coolest thing. It's I put a picture of it out on our on the Squatchers um, Facebook page. But that was like one of my favorite finds of the, of the day because that was just so unusual. And it was like right in the middle of all of these things. Like I said, there were several things that were like all lined up telling, you know, I think they're roadmaps for Sasquatch, honestly. But you know, different little symbols mean different things. Mm-hmm. I always say X marks the spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's
1: yeah, that's cool. I think uh it be so yeah, it's just so interesting to see all these different things and have so many questions around, you know, what does this mean? What does that mean? And we just have to keep looking and asking the questions and researching and that's how Maybe we'll get some answers someday. And I know some people have answers or think they have answers or whatever, and that's cool. I mean, but you keep asking the questions because the answer that you have today might not be the answer that stays. It might change based on more information or whatever. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. movie we'll is talking about the energy in Nuremberg where Hitler uh, made his big speeches from. It just had a ghostly feeling and a very weird vibe. And then Trost is saying, do you think he chose the location because of that? Or did he create that dark energy? Interesting Hmm. thought. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Mm
0: -hmm. I think it probably was created by him. You know, because like I said, I think that energy hangs around for a very long time.
1: Maybe yeah. some of it was. Maybe there was something there before. Maybe there was some weird portal or something, or some, or something that was done there by other humans, or whatever was around on this planet before we were here. You know, mm-hmm. I think there were other civilizations and species here oh, yeah. before us. So who knows what was
0: without question in
1: any no, location? Just,
0: yeah. Oh, absolutely. We just don't know because it was so many, years, so long ago. Yeah, and then Cindy's talking about the concentration camps. I don't think I could go to a concentration camp. I think it would just be too much for me, you know?
1: Mm.
0: Um,
1: yeah, well, before we try and go down another rabbit hole, we're going to have to wrap it up anyway. So,
0: yeah. like,
1: <laughs> Mike, I feel this sliding into a True. dark place that I don't think would be much yeah. fun. So, no,
0: not wanna, that no. we always have to talk about fun things, but... I know, I know, no. Absolutely. No, so, wow, this has been a wide-ranging conversation once again on our Paranormal Smorgasbord. Like, always, we never know what we're going to talk about when we start the show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, this has been super fun. And um, I finally found, okay, so this is the new year of the tiger. So, the things that it's saying um, we all should do is uh, make bold choices this year. Be patient, trust your instincts, be open to change, recharge yourself and your energy near the water, and boost career satisfaction. So those are the things that you should try to do this year. And we'll see what happens, right? Cool. It's the Aquarius new moon, yeah. Um. And actually, they're calling it the water tiger. That's interesting. The element of water requires us to go with the flow and be open to that change. I think that's cool. And it says you can also use this year to connect with your inner feline energy. I love it. I love it. It's going to be a good year. (laughs) Yep. All right. Cool beans. Wow. We have about five minutes left. What do you think?
1: Well, uh,
0: should we do our plug? Yes. Or So, thing? tomorrow we will do uh, our sibling show, The Calling Radio. Everybody listen in tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. And they are doing their Paranormal Babble show. So, it's kind of like this one. Anything goes. To bring uh, your topics. Kind of. Yep, show up and, in the chat room with your topic. Yep, they. I think when they they both Jerry and um, Kenny kind of have a few topics written down. I mean, I think sometimes you and I come into this and we talk about a few things, but then it it we go to our peeps in the, yeah <laughs> in the chat room true. for the rest. So. Yeah, it's a little bit different, but they do talk about everything, you know, that everyone else uh, in the chat room is talking about as well. So, yeah, it'll be a fun one, you know. So, and a a little bit different group of people, so you never know what what they're going to be talking about. That's tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nice. Good deal. Yes. So, and next week on the Gathering Radio Show, we'll have to see what happens. Yes, we will. (laughs) We'll have to see. (laughs) You know, it's
1: interesting because there's people that I want to have on this show and I just, mm-hmm. I can't get a hold of them. I know. So I don't know. I know I've said that before. It's just, it's kind of frustrating. But.
0: You know, it's been kind of weird the last last year and a half or so, I think. It's been, it's been difficult reaching people and having them accept our, you know, come online or come on our show and it's good. We'll figure it out. Usually we're not as behind with scheduling as we are this month, but hey, We're going to go with the flow, and it will go fabulously well. We're going to listen to the Lunar New Year, (laughs) the Year of the Tiger, and it will be fantastic. So you never know what I might come up with out on the island this time, you know? So maybe we'll get a, um, maybe I can get one of those researchers to be on next week. That would be awesome. Can I just say? I'll have to use, I'll have to do my best. So So I have...
1: One little thing here around the, the months of 2022 for all zodiac signs, because I was looking up the, the year of the tiger, mm-hmm. and it said, best months of 2022 for all zodiac signs. January, February, March are the best months to change your job or start new projects. Mm. April, May, and November are the luckiest months in love. And the auspicious months for the Zodiac signs are June, July, and August. So your lucky months. And most that's when most people will get married, start building a new house, or go on vacation. Which makes mm-hmm. sense because that's about the time of Summer year type. most people a will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then the, let's see here. Um, lucky colors, red, green, black, and yellow. Lucky ah. months, yeah. Oh, lucky months, March, June, November. And... Yeah, so I'm just looking up here, just some fun little. So there you go, folks. Very
0: cool. Happy, happy new moon. Happy tiger year of the tiger. Happy in bulk And thank God Mercury retrograde's almost over with. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That anyway, it the music is on. Hey, listen. Thanks everyone for listening to the show, and for all of you in the chat room, thanks for you know lending an ear and. Put forth, putting forth your subjects and your topics and what you're interested in. And of course, to the soldiers out there, thank you so much for listening and thank you for your service and be safe.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, again, everybody in the chat room, awesome tonight. Thank you. Everyone out there listening, wherever you're at, we appreciate you being here and tuning into us. We love it. And uh, Para X, thank you so much for hosting us. And Sarge, most amazing producer, thank you for carrying us along one more week.
0: Mhm. Good night everyone.
1: Thanks everybody.